You're listening to Creative Thursday, episode number 214. Welcome to Creative Thursday with Marisa Ann Cummings. We're talking all things life, business, and creativity intended to inspire and empower you wherever you are on your creative journey, both personally and professionally. Thank you for listening. Hi, hello, it's Marisa here. And today, let's talk about 2020, shall we? What worked, what didn't work. I did my first version of this episode last year, right around this time. And I really enjoyed putting it together for myself just to reflect and make an assessment and share it with you. And I also think it was one of your favorite episodes. I know I definitely love hearing from my mentors, the the teachers I learn from. I love hearing what's working, what's not working as well, the behind the scenes, because a lot of times we just, you know, we see one note, one version, one experience, and we also interpret what we're seeing through our own lens, but, but you don't know always what's happening behind the scenes. And so this is just a little glimpse into how, how I'm reviewing the beginning stages of reviewing my year of 2020, which of course, just all by itself has been a year like no other. So Let's go for a little ride, shall we? This will be a stream of consciousness around what worked, what didn't work, and I'm just going to flip back and forth between the two. I've actually made a list to share with you, and one idea will most definitely lead into another, and that's why I want to keep some fluidity and wrap it all up with a high note of, of what really worked what really worked. (laughs) Okay, here we go. Here we go. So in no particular order, my stream of consciousness of this list I made, what worked was learning Facebook ads for the first time this year. I take that back. I've experimented with them a couple of times before. But I had success early this year with Facebook ad with some help from a freelancer who was helping me at the beginning of the year. And then this leads to another part of 2020 that worked, and that is I invested in my education and with mentors more than I ever have. I invested the most I've ever invested this year. And I have also, and through that process, I worked with someone who really helped me dial in my Facebook ads. And it has been so enlightening for me. And it has also been the beginning of a game changer for my business. I will be happy to share more with you. All of the areas that have worked that I'm learning, just know that I'm going to be sharing more with you on those topics. And especially if you're with me in the expansive artists, hands down, I just want to share as much as I can with you 
on what's worked for me this year when it comes to my business. And that's mostly what we're talking about here, but I'll also share a couple of areas personally, what worked, what didn't work. And so investing in my education and really committing to that the year before 2019, I was a big leap and this year was an even bigger leap. And I'm so thankful because it's making very big differences in my business. I love all my mentors dearly, and I have several of them that I work with closely. Well, actually just a couple of them. And I, yeah, I, I, I have also a win or what's worked for me this year is developing a clarity around the right mentors for me to work with the kind of learning style that works best for me, the overall attitude, tone, mindset, approach to teaching, coaching of the mentor, you know, and what works for me. I really, there were a couple instances where I almost, I almost stumbled is probably not the right word, but I ended up in some mentoring experiences that were so fabulous that I hadn't even anticipated they would be as wonderful as they were. And it really was just a game changer for me in terms of also improving my own abilities to coach and to be a better mentor, something that I will consistently work on as long as I am a voice in this space. That is my promise to you. And I had the opportunity to work with some wonderful examples of this, like maybe some of the best people I've worked with in this capacity so far. And believe me, I wasn't investing a ton in my education before, as you've heard me say, because I kind of chalk that up to just not a wise decision on my part. I started with a coach very early on. That was a very big reach for me in 2006. And then I left it for a long time. It was a turning point for me when I worked with a coach then. I left it for a long time. And then I kept trying to find coaches and mentors to work with. And honestly, I would reach a capacity where I felt like they weren't uh, bringing anything new to the table. They weren't challenging my thinking. And this year I have found people that continually challenge my thinking. And I'm talking about everything from fertility. I, I worked with some fertility coaches to then in particular in business. And I, I just have to, I know I'm, I'm being sort of, I'm not intentionally being vague. I'm trying to share with you everything without going into rabbit holes on every area. <laughs> so if I start breaking down every experience that will be here for a long time, I just want to say that I'm super thankful for the opportunity to learn from the people I've learned from this year. And that what worked was a clarity around who I want to work with. And it's super quick. Now I can tell, I can tell within minutes whether this is the right fit for me or not. And if you're ever interested in me revisiting, I had done an episode on that before, revisiting 
an episode about how to choose your right mentor. And typically there's probably going to be more than one, but starting with one and having only one is great also because we, we are reaching learning saturation, learning overload. But many times you have to you have to work with a number of people to really get a sense of who you want to keep working with. And I'm sure as you evolve and then as your mentors evolve, all of that's going to shift. And it's still, it's really important. I have only had good experiences. So I think I came to this part of my learning journey with a pretty clear idea, but this year it just got dialed dialed in even further. And I'm sure that's just due to the fact that my clarity, ooh, crystal, crystal clear, crystal clear. In fact, I can't, it's as if, I'm trying to think of the best analogy, the best metaphor. Let's see. It's, you know, I know where I'm going. I know where I want to be. And honestly, I just can't get there fast enough. And sometimes that's frustrating for me, but I also have to give myself grace and a little bit of patience. We've talked about this on one of my creative epiphanies. Patience, not so much, but that's what we do. So I invite you to do the same for yourself. All right, what didn't work, let me move over there for a moment, was not having more help. And I'm really thankful for the help I got this year. And I have a team member that I'm working with who's doing a great job. I just, when someone's working for you part-time and working with other clients, that's also becomes somewhat of an issue sometimes because you're not able to really have the full investment of someone working with you, a team member, which is understandable. And I'm not yet at a place to bring someone on full-time at the rates that are happening here in the States in particular. And so there, I'm in this kind of a catch 22 where I've got to get over myself and invest more in help to, in the way that I have with education to take that leap, to know that it's going to pay off in a little bit of the future. And the way I know that I had a very dear friend who's been on umpteen coaching calls with me, a colleague out of Australia And she's a little bit further ahead in her business acumen. And I was on a call and said, how do you know really when it's time? And she just said, where I said, what's the turning point when you really start making these decisions and taking action on getting more help? And she said, when you just can't take it anymore. That's where I am. I am there. I'm there. Like before I could still kind of swing everything. Now, no, done, complete, over the edge, over, over, over. Talk to me after the new year and I've had a little bit of a break. I'll probably be feeling better. But I really did see, so a lot of times also consider me, my expansive artists, consider me your experiment. A lot of times I go out ahead, I experiment. I report back. Let me report back. You just, you aren't going to be able to grow the way you want without help. I know this intellectually. It's, it's not a new concept, but I really got it this year because I thought that I had grown so much more, although I did. 
I did one part of my business, I think almost doubled this year. At the same time, I worked harder probably than I ever have during a pandemic, uh, at, not to mention, not to mention. And I also didn't progress as far as I thought I wanted to. But there were lots of little moving parts, and those little moving parts needed to be handed off. And so it would have all gone faster if I had just taken that time to get help. But I don't go backwards. The time is done. It's over. It's behind me. I don't go backwards. I just say, oh, now you emphatically understand this, and now you're really ready. And for whatever reason, I wasn't before. And that's okay. It's okay. Truly. I say this for me. I say this for you. But I know we're going to be asking for more guidance on this. I personally don't think there's quite enough out there because there's a whole bunch of us teaching people how to have online businesses. And there's not a whole bunch of us teaching people how to be good leaders, to be good managers, to find the right people, to ask the right questions. Mm. Uh, there's going to be more for me to share on all of this. I can't wait. So I will go out ahead and I will report back and I will keep you posted. But I hit that point. I, hit that. I definitely hit that point. So not having enough help, not thereby also not having enough time for my art business and also just my creativity for sure. Because I invested so much energy in the teaching and coaching side of my business, every other part of my art business suffered until this month where I actually invested energy into my art business. Oh, and it's amazing what happens when you do that. When you have a little bit of a plan and you invest some energy into your art, and it did feel really, really good. I made more art this month of December than I have probably in the whole year, to be completely honest. And I knew that going in. I was willing to sacrifice. I knew this was a season, and I fully leaned into it. And I'm starting to come out the other side, not just because it's the end of the year. No, it's because things are starting to click into place in a new way. And... It just happens to coincide with this review. So going back to what worked was repeating and refining. I'm starting to repeat what I've done. And oh my goodness. Ah, <laughs> it's just, all right. So recently I attended a learning event and I heard that message repeat and refine and I have to credit Amy Porterfield for that. That was her event. I've taken her Digital Course Academy. And I took that over a year ago. And repeat and refine. I mean, all of my mentors know this and they talk about it. Do you know that I spent the majority of the first part of my business just making new all the time? It's amazing that I'm still here speaking to you. Uh, let me just say, I must have reserves and energy like nobody else. And I just mistakenly thought that maybe 
I didn't have as much. No, I have a ton because I basically was reinventing the wheel aside from my calendar and making art. But what falls under the category of said art, I did so many new things. That's how I survived. Yeah, that'll, I have to re-listen to this podcast and make note of all the areas where I say, I'll come back and talk to you about that more. I'm not doing that anymore. And what Amy was sharing was that's how you grow and grow to next levels is repeating and refining. Because what would happen is sometimes I would try something, whether it was art or even teaching a couple times, it wouldn't quite work the way that I thought. And I threw it out. I didn't give it a chance to make it better or reach the right people. I threw it out. Oh my goodness. Oh, I am nice to myself. I am gentle because I didn't know any better. Why? Because I didn't invest in any mentors for a super long time. I didn't. How are you supposed to know? Uh, Much respect to my fellow artists, but they didn't know. My community, they did not know. None of this. I've had to seek out mentors who weren't actually in my industry who were much more in tune with the business side of things and were able to, you know, grow their businesses to such a degree online that they had to figure this out. And so they went ahead of me in that regard. And I'm so thankful and I get it. Nobody has to convince me anymore. Got it. Done and done. Getting more help, repeating and refining and... I was, though, willing to experiment this year. I was. But it was also within the capacity. No, is capacity the right word? It was within the parameters of the knowing I was going to repeat, if that makes any sense. Probably not. I knew I was experimenting with things that I would dial in for the future. Maybe that makes more sense. And what didn't work was still, it's better though. It's so much better getting distracted by what others are doing and the weird, creepy thing. But we've already talked about the social dilemma. We had that chat. Is that when you start running ads in your industry, all of a sudden Facebook starts showing you ads of people doing the same thing, basically. I didn't realize there were that many people, and by people, maybe three. (laughs) By by people, I mean maybe three. And also, by the way, I just want to say, who are the people teaching people how to be business artists and selling art who aren't artists and aren't doing that? I just, I have a bit of a problem with that. I know, clearly, I just said I've learned a lot about business from people who are not artists. However, I know the line. They do not know my world. They don't. And I'm sure they're not even pretending to. In fact, they don't. They let me know when they say, you're the artist, you know your community best. That's true. I don't know who these people are who are like, have you sold any art? Where's your art? Are you doing it? now, today. And then of course there are wonderful mentors who are doing it. Much respect. Teaching and running our businesses simultaneously. But 
basically it just goes to show you can have a successful business with not even any direct experience per se, but that, that I'll take note is a rant for another day, rant for another day, but I'm being shown Facebook ads by other people doing almost the same thing. Even people who joined my membership and probably just joined it to see what I was doing and then are doing their thing. And all of that has to be okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's also a topic for another day, how that experience is what shut me down before. But I am aware of that now, so I don't let it. I just get over it. But I did get distracted. And every time you get distracted, it takes your energy from what you are here to do. And that realization, going back to what worked, something clicked for me this year. I had an experience um, that it was about a 24-hour. It's so great now. These things last no longer than 24 hours or a few hours. Sometimes would last a lot longer, sometimes even a year or two. So we're making progress in the personal development and growth and maturity side, but I got distracted and I recognized that this is just draining my energy and it's just not worth it to me anymore. I'm also at capacity with that. And, you know, along with that, what doesn't work is expecting yourself to be somewhere that you're not yet. And, and in relation to what? You don't know your journey. Like I just shared with you, everything I go through, not that I want to have a very struggly hard path, but if I'm out ahead, sometimes that's going to happen. And it's always for your benefit because I get to share with you what I learn. And a lot of times I, th- I think of that. I really do. I think, Ooh, this was important for me to experience because I can share that with you. Uh, what worked, this is going to sound weird, was a pandemic. Here's how the pandemic worked. Not the pandemic itself, but I've had time at home. And I know that I'm going to be able to, in the coming months, catch up with things that I've been meaning to do. In fact, I did this year, the whole YouTube series. It took a lot and I completed it. I completed it because I was home. I got a lot of clarity about the kinds of friends I want to spend time with and, you know, realizing that it's okay to be really particular about social events. And it sort of took all of that next level for me. I think that this time has done that for a lot of people. And I think that's really healthy. You know, our time, you just want to be wise about your time. You just want to be wise about your energy allocation choices. So I got more organized in some areas. And then, you know, because I've been home more and I've done more at home and I've worked more, I really I think I've worked more this year. I always qualify that by saying I love it. It also gives me energy. And, you know, it's been a great distraction, to be honest, to focus on something I love so much. But uh, it's enough of that as well. It's enough. Really. It's time 
It's time. There's a realization that there's unlearning of habits that are have been happening for me over the past several years. And I'm excited to say that I'm making progress. I know that I am. So the, what didn't work for COVID was the working all the time, not having those social breaks that I convinced myself I need. And I'm so right. Cause every time I would take them, I miss you friends. Every time I would take them, I would feel so much better and energized and alive. It's so important. So I've had a few zoom dates, but even me who has an online business is really zoomed out. I'm zoomed out. <laughs> just, I just got out of a dance class on zoom and was like, I'm done. I'm really done. Marisa needs a break and she's taking one, which will be very exciting. I hope that you are too. Which speaking of, I, rather than socialize, probably I've been socializing through dance and yoga. I don't think I've exercised this much, maybe since I was in high school and on the tennis team. I exercise between five and six days a week. And yesterday I even did two classes in one day. I'm thinking about doing something really exceptional for me coming in January. I'll let you know if I do it, I'm, I'm probably going to do it and I'll report back because it will be an interesting experience, but it has been so vital to my mental, my mental well-being. If I don't take that time, and sometimes it's a couple of hours by the time I'm done, even though I'm not driving anywhere, the classes are, are sometimes an hour and a half, and uh, run a little bit longer in some instances, and you know, in my mind, I'm like, I have to get one more thing done, I have to get one more thing done. And I've just made myself stop and do it. And I'm so glad because I can tell when I don't, my, I start to really go to the dark side and it's not good. It's not good. So it's been very important for me. And that has been a massive what worked personally, and it will stay with me. This isn't temporary. I have shown myself how important that is. And you know, along with that, been making, I've always made a lot of meals at home, but really been making a point to eat well and to get more rest. And not only that, but just for immunity to stay well and to stay healthy. And did I mention that I'm more organized in some areas and totally in disarray and chaos in others? <laughs> But I've started creating a new plan. Take note. This is my note. Note to self. We'll talk about, we'll talk about Airtable. We'll talk about Airtable. Okay. I don't know if you use it, but I think it might change my life. And I am also, the last piece of this is to say, I was a much better planner. I was. And I'm a better planner overall, 100%. And I wasn't enough of a good planner. I didn't give myself enough lead time. I knew where I was going and what I was accomplishing, but I, I didn't give myself enough lead time. And a big reason, full transparency, why I haven't 
hired someone is because I want to be more prepared and I haven't literally haven't found the time to become more prepared. That's probably fully an excuse, but it's going to take a minute to get that together. And I've been using it as a deadline to get it together, to bring someone on. And I also learned that you can start asking the people who are working with you to help you build some of that. So I learned that towards the end of this year, but I know I'm not, you know, the best leader I can be if I'm being last minute, it just doesn't work. I think I mentioned it, but I'm, I just reconnected with Stephen Covey's. Well, I actually never read it because I didn't think I needed any of those books. I am reading the seven habits of highly effective people. And I think I shared this with you last time, realize that I'm an urgency addicted person and I'm done with that too. So this is my, that in essence is my year in review. Oh, let me just add what worked is I am still here with the podcast. Woohoo! I painted some beautiful paintings in a brand new expression. I love my Calm Skies paintings. I created a lot of artwork that I'm proud of. I have shown up in bigger, bolder, braver, more joyous and like alive ways than I have. Um, I had two minor two minor surgeries, which I keep saying I'll, I'll talk to you about those in future episodes. Everything is okay. And I, I moved through those with mostly grace and, um, you know, I'm, I'm connected to some people in my life more than I've ever been. And I'm so thankful for my home and my relationship and my little creatures and the friends that I've been connected to this year, especially, and all of you who are in the expanse of artists and you who listen to the podcast and choose to choose me as your mentor, you know, and trust me to guide you just doing my best. Don't have all the answers. Probably never will, but I've got a few. I got a few. And I experimented a lot to share with you what worked, what didn't work. So I feel like there's always more, right? <laughs> there's, there's always more. I made some amazing Dala holiday animals. I'm looking at them right now. I love those. I definitely, in the middle of a pandemic, experienced incredibly joyous days and realized that so much of that is due to me and my choices of where I'm focusing and appreciating more. So I, I did really well. I was able to help a lot of people this year and I grew the teaching side of my business immensely and I'm just getting started. Really? That's what it feels like. And that's exciting. And to be armed with so much knowledge about how to do all of this better, but then also have all this experience of doing this business for years. Watch out, people. Watch out. I've got things to do. 
big things to do. Oh, and Alyssa and I had these wonderful floral workshops. I loved working with Alyssa. It was such a wonderful collaboration. It also conveniently worked that I chose not to do a retreat this year and didn't have to go through that whole sad unraveling process of a retreat that didn't happen. But on the flip side, I can't wait to host those in the future. So stay tuned. But that's all for now. That's all for now. So here's the thing. I would like to offer a couple of closing podcasts before the end of the year. However, I'm in a transitional time where I might need to step away and catch my breath to prepare better for you in the coming year. There are a couple changes I want to make as well. So I really don't like to leave it open-ended, but I'm going to allow myself that right now. That you may or may not hear from me in the next couple of weeks. We'll see. It'll be a surprise. (laughs) It'll be a surprise. If you don't hear from me, I wish you a really wonderful holiday. I know it may not be what you had planned, but I invite you to find as much joy in it as you can. Twinkly lights really work. Happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. I was going to say the Christmas tree really works for me. Candles. All the things. I love it so much. Baking, cooking. I love it. I can't wait. I'm just really relishing in the no commitments anywhere as much as I miss the socializing. I'm leaning in and this is a chance for me to really catch my breath after a very, very full year. I can't wait. So I wish all kinds of goodness for you. Until next time, friends, stay creative. I'm going to keep creating, by the way, for you. I just remembered I'm doing the 12 days of creativity. It's really helped me sit down and be creative and share it with you. I hope that for you who are participating, you are enjoying it. When you hear this, if you haven't yet, you can still join us at my Instagram bio. The link is there at Creative Thursday. And what will happen is you'll, whatever day you join, you'll get the whole sequence of days up until then, about five minutes apart. So keep an eye on your inbox and your junk mail. I'm so sad to realize how much mail is going to junk mail these days. So make sure that you check all, all the inboxes and then you'll be caught up with us and then I'll keep it going until the end of the year. So if you sign up, then it will automatically send to you um, one day at a time after that. It's my first time doing something like this and it has definitely, it's worked in terms of getting me to be creative and it's also been great practice for some ideas I have for 2021 because 2021 is very much about a focus on creativity. This one was a lot on personal growth and business growth and that happened. And now 
I'm looking to have my SOPs in place and all that comes with that to return to development, growth, evolution as an artist. And this is a, a part of that journey. So I hope you're enjoying it. If you are taking part in it with me in real time, all right, friends, happy creating. Here's to a beautiful holiday time. Stay well, stay well. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. Please take good care of yourself and your loved ones and please stay home and just enjoy the quiet time, a little bit more quiet time. And then one day soon, we're going to whoop it up and have really fun events and (laughs) have parties in the backyard. And it's going to be great. It's going to be great. But until then, it's going to be great now and enjoy thank you for listening. Thank you for listening in 2020. Thank you so much. Lots of love to you. Creative Thursday is recorded and produced by me, Melissa. You can find all things Creative Thursday at creativethursday.com and creativethursdaycourses.com. I almost forgot. The Successful Artist Plan is available for you at creativethursdaycourses.com. If you're a new listener and you want to get a head start on your new year planning, I've created a little bit of a series talking about that and we'll be talking about it more in the first few weeks of the new year. I invite you to jump into the mini course I created That's really been a game changer for me and my business. And there's a worksheet or two in there for you to enjoy as well. It will just get you thinking about where you're headed for 2021. And it's not just limited to this time of year. It's something you always want to check in with. So head over to creativethursdaycourses.com. Head over to at Creative Thursday on Instagram to grab the link to sign up for the 12 Days of Creativity if you'd like to do that on your holiday break. And be sure to hit subscribe to get the next episode as soon as it drops. And I might see you next week and I might see it in 2021. And as always, thank you for listening.